Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. It was Melbourne Cup Day today, eh? Did you back a winner? I sure did. My wife and I like to have a cheeky bet every Cup Day. I was busy this morning talking with my guest this week, Mr. Ben Quirk. So I wasn't able to uh, pick any horses myself or do any research, but Danny picked six great horses. And then off the cuff, she just said, oh, we haven't chosen any of our numbers. You know how you've got your own numbers whenever you do a little bit. Well, we do, you know, your kids' birthdays, your birthday, your favorite basketball players, all that kind of thing. Well, she said, let's back number 23 as well. And I'm glad we did because we won our coin all the way back, plus a sweet 12 bucks. So number 23, coming through with the goods. Who knew? As I mentioned before, this week on the Art of Touring podcast, I spoke with guitar player Ben Quirk. Ben and I go way back to the uh, mid-noughties. We toured together at the same music store. And Ben also was the first guitar player in my first band, The Pass Outs, which uh, we do reminisce a little bit about. Uh, but stick around for Ben's story of how when one of the singers he worked with in his cover band gracefully exited the stage one night. It is a doozy. Art of Touring is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. Also, Art of Touring has joined a podcast network called A Lot of Green. And uh, you can check out all the other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on Paw Patrol, and then once they're dropped off at their grandparents' place, throw Art of Turing back on. Now let's take a moment for this week's sponsor. Well, I wouldn't hear of it. I said, nice try, Granny, and I sent it to the back of the line. <laughs> Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. Hey, this yogurt is really something, huh? And it's non-fat! I've been waiting for something like this my whole life, and it's finally here! (laughs) Episode 29 of Art of Turing is brought to you this week by Ed's Non-Fat Yogurt. Are you looking for a yogurt that won't make you put on those kgs? Sick of hitting the streets and wanting an ice cream, but afraid of that extra calories that it comes with? Then come to Ed's Non-Fat Yogurt. We have more non-fat yogurt than any other yogurt shop in New York City. And don't forget, our loyalty program, buy nine yogurts, get the tenth free, baby! Just so you know, Art of Touring is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on the desktop, you can Google Art of Touring and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. But why would you do that? Because you're already listening to this on your phone. Does anyone listen to this podcast or any podcast on the desktop? I'm not sure. But if you do, if you're one of those dudes or dudettes, check out Wooshka homepage, Art of Touring, Google, do it. You'd be good at it. All right. Before I get into my conversation with Ben, I'd like to play you a little bit of his guitar playing, a little snippet. Okay. This is taken from a solo from a jam night for Guitar Fight Club. Check it out. (laughs) 
There you go. There's a little tasty solo from Quirkor the Destructor. Now let's have a listen to my conversation with the man himself. Welcome to the Art of Touring, everybody. I'm sitting in the um, the new studio here in uh, Pembroke Street in Epping. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it. Maybe Siriani Studios or Sis Dog Studios or, or I don't know, Dave Live Studios. But uh, it's it's certainly a studio. And um, uh, my guest this week is Mr. Ben Quirk. How are you, Ben? Very good, sir. Very good. You are a guitar player. I am a guitar player. Well, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. <laughs> no, most definitely a guitar player, mate. My goodness, I, I've had a lot of guitar players on the podcast previously, and uh, for some reason, maybe, I don't know, maybe we've got to think for guitar players. Oh, well, you know? we are special. You are <laughs> <laughs> maybe deep down, I wish I was a guitar player, but, you know, that's all right. I've seen you play. You can play. I, I get, yeah, not too bad. <laughs> I, I, I can get through a song. Um, so let's get stuck into it, mate. Where, um, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Grew up from, in Watsonia. You know, obviously near Greensboro. I have to point out near Greensboro because every time I say Watsonia, everyone goes, where's Watsonia? Where's Watsonia? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so between uh, Bundura and Greensboro. Mm. So, yeah. Back in 1975, back in the glory, you know, glory years. So, you were the um, quintessential child of the 80s. You were, you were, you know, five years old when Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. Yes, I was. <laughs> so, you Jeez. were perfect yeah. age for all Sh- yeah, that. Yeah, showing my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And... Um, where did you go to school? Uh, started off uh, primary school, St. Mary's, yep. just off, uh, was it Grimshaw Street? Yeah. So, yeah. And then from there to uh, McLeod Technical School. McLeod yeah. Technical School. Yeah. There's a, there's a story behind that too, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Why did you end up there? Oh, well, well, I have um, three other siblings, older than me, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah, basically, they went to Loyola College. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, they went to Loyola. Oh, and yeah. you were the dunce. Stuck- the dunce went to McLeod Tech. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fantastic. <laughs> so they must have stuffed up. They've they've stitched you up. Oh, I, oh, I think they just. Oh, my mum always says, "Look, you were technically minded." Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I there reckon, you go. I reckon they didn't appreciate the uh, the college they went to and thought we're not spending any more money on any more of these kids. We could just send him to the yeah, to think, the tech school. Yeah, I think my um. Uh, my brother, my brother Matt probably did that. Yeah, is he? <laughs> yeah, Joe and Paul went too bad. It was his fault, eh? <laughs> yeah. Far out, man. And um, yeah, well, when when did guitar start coming into your life at school? Was it at school you just picked up the guitar? Uh, yeah. Well, I I guess I've got to go for the old cliche when I heard Eddie Van Halen. I guess. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty much when I heard that, that just. Basically, I loved it, you know, yeah. to what that thing could do. Sure. So, yeah, I picked it up, I think, oh, when was it? Probably year seven? Yeah, it would have been year seven when yep. I picked it up. So, how old that? I can't remember. About 13? <laughs> or... uh, about 12. Yeah, 12, 13. 12, 13. Yeah. And, um, yeah, basically went from there. Just uh, got a lesson, started lessons down at the old, you know, Main Street Music Greensboro. Oh, did yeah. you get lessons oh, at Main Street? Oh, yeah, all, me too. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I started there, um, went through a couple of teachers. Uh, I'm going to be shot here. I actually can't remember my first teacher, but Gary Stafford was, yes. would have been my second teacher, along with Gary Mackay. 
God rest their souls, because they both of them passed away sadly. Because didn't um, Gary um, Stafford used to uh, teach in Ivanhoe as well? Yes, he did. Yes, okay. Yes, he, he actually he of. owned. Um, was I think it was music? That's music in. Yeah, he owned that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I filled in a couple of times there, but um, yeah. yeah so yeah, had lessons there. Um, and then obviously that was with Chu. Chu used to own it then. That was right. a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So this was bef- this was before the Yamunis owned Main Street. Yes, music. it was. This was ju- this was actually just before the Yamunis. Right. And then um, Tony came in, and then the family. Mm. Started, you mm. know, the Yamuni the Yamuni family, and they certainly had because they they don't have it anymore. But they certainly had it for probably the most amount of years of any owner of that of that business. The better years, yeah. That, that yeah, that was the one thing I loved about um the Yamunis and that and Tony was how it was just such a family oriented business. Yes, you know, and that that like it didn't matter who you were, were you're welcome. Yeah, and they used to like keep the place open. Until the like, for example, till the lesson stopped. Mm. So, say for example, the lesson stopped at ten o'clock. Yeah, ten p.m. The, the store place was, was still it, open. Still open. Yeah, and then um, you know, further down the track, the powers of B when Billy Hyde's got involved, the, that sort of family element sort of left. Yeah, you know, hopefully, which is I, hopefully sad. I don't get in trouble for that. But. No, look, I mean, it's part it's part of the local history, really. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the local music his, musical history of the area and the local, just the local community area of of that, you know. Uh, time and place. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, it was great. It was such yeah. a really good time mm. to um, like to be playing music back then because mm. uh, you always had that like I, you'd go down down there just I'll say for the weekend just to actually catch up in your like with yourself like friends and sure and, every, and that you just you you created that that friendship. It was really great. That's where I met um you know John John Sanders. Yeah, you guys I, met there. Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah. Um. And obviously Marcel, yeah, um, and yeah, a lot of other. Uh, but I met uh, what Brett Woods because he used yeah, to teach Brett there as well. Wood, Brett yeah, Woods, yeah, yeah. There were so many teachers there at the time that um, have now gone on to do a lot of other different things. Yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, it was it was certainly a hotbed of. Uh, <laughs> oh, there was some great talent down there. Yeah, a great talent. The yeah. Amazing musicians. They yeah. really like you. Yeah, freaky. Yeah. yeah, you really had to lift your game to be part of that crew. So, so bef- before all of that, though, you're actually getting lessons down there as a kid. That's right. So you're like six, seven, oh, no, no, 13. Yeah, that's you, right. T- 14 years old. Yeah. Um, and uh, you started playing the guitar. And from those lessons at the Main Street Music, did you play at school as well, like any of the bands at school? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we played, obviously, some school bands, you know. Uh, yeah, back with my Washburn my Washburn Strat that I had. What was the name of the first band that you were in? Oh, jeez. I really couldn't tell you what the school band was. I don't think we even, even came up with one. Oh, it was just, no, a, it was just a band. It was just a we band. Had, we had basically, a, we had a drummer. Yeah. We had we had Mark on drums. Uh, we had Scully. That's all I remember his name. I think that's what we called him. Was Scully. Scu- just Scully. Scully, he was on bass. <laughs> I was on guitar. Yeah. Um, we just, anyone just came in to try to sing. I think I threw in a couple of vocals here and there. <laughs> and it was just basically, I think we, we, we just played like Judas Priest. I think we used to play stuff like that. Yeah. Bit of, of ACDC. Yeah. You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. I think even a bit of Motley Crue got thrown in there. Really? Yeah, of course. You know, it was always, you know, back then rock and roll was always the thing, you know, it was always just to, to impress. You tried to anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but it was always loud at lunchtime. 
And so you'd rehearse at lunch or whatever in the music room. And would you actually have performances at school as well? Oh, look, we played, um, obviously, assemblies. We played some... Um, geez, now i got to remember. Yeah, we played... Uh, what do we do? No, mainly assemblies. We played a lot of... Like, like a, we had sort of um, some like lunchtime shows. Yes. We did some of that. Yes. Oh, wow. any any like friends parties and stuff. Yeah, like that? we did. We did a lot of that. <laughs> I love the yeah, party. We did. Gig, we did, man. We did um, a couple of the battle of the bands. Yeah, we did that um, with no name the whole way through. Just like here's a random band. Seriously, mate, I really could not tell you what the name was. There, so there must have been a name though. Eh? <laughs> oh, there must have been. There must you have been. Remember. I just can't remember. <laughs> I, I like to I like to throw it out there, but I actually can't remember well, the well, name. You'll have to look up some of those characters on Facebook and get that that name of them because someone from the band must must remember what it was called. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd have to try and work that one out. The the name of my first band at high school um, was called uh, Hemoglobin. 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 Actually, I think you would think I've heard that before from you. Have yeah. I told you yeah, this before? I reckon, yeah, yeah. In days past. Because yeah. we were called that, but before we were called that, we were called X-Rated Jumping Castle. No, I haven't heard that one. That which one's... I thought was a better name. <laughs> that one's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was, a, and I think at one point maybe one of my mates' bands were, was called Edible Undies. <laughs> Well, the, the names of the young bands is always they're so cool at the time, but you know when you look back with um, wiser, uh, wiser, wiser, um, you know eyes and ears, you're like, really, Edible Undies? That you thought that was a good name, but it's oh definitely, my God. Yeah, it's definitely a stand out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you want to stand out, of course, when you're a kid. Oh my God, that's right. Um, and so yeah, going on from high school. Um, what was the kind of first band that you joined um, outside of school? Well, it actually, I'll tell you what happened. When I actually, when I was working, I actually, I got involved um, roading before I actually started actually gigging. I used to right. ro- roadie for a band called uh, oh, uh, Get Serious, if I can remember. Yeah. Um, they were um, an integration of uh, guys from, um, was a big deal. We're in, we're in that band. Okay. I can't remember the other. Um, and I, an original I, band? No, no, no. It was it was a cover band. Covers but was, band. But that was when like covers was you know huge. Yes. Like you had you had venues everywhere and the places were packed. Not like you know today where it's just rubbish. But um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this would have been like 1990. Yeah, it would have been that early 90s. Yeah, early and, 90s. Um. Yeah, it was about I was about 16. I was underage. But that I, that's why I had to. I had to stay behind the stage. Yeah, I wasn't allowed out in the actual uh, area. In the area, but mind you, I used to sneak out there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But that was when. Um, well, what they used to play what the Kilkenny. That was a big one. That was before it became a actual uh, men's gallery. Um, that they, was. Did that, they used to be a nightclub? Yeah, Kilkenny was awesome. Oh, really? Oh, it was huge. Because that is a. Oh, well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's massive. It's, it's, a, it's, it's men's gallery now. That's right. Yeah. Not that I've ever been there, but I've been told <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I say. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea that was an actual live venue. Yeah. Oh, mate. And I'll tell you, it would have had one of the best PA systems in the out of all of them. It was yeah. amazing. The, 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 it was actually a really good venue. If you actually got wow. that, if you got that as a um as a gig, you know, yeah, yeah. as a residency, yeah. Yeah, you were doing quite well. Doing and well. they 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 sort of this band sort of um because of the actual members and because of their past obviously history with other bands that mm. they're in, they got that gig and they actually it was a good band. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, basically, I was just their, their, their bitch. <laughs> their roadie. You... But learnt a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, learnt a lot. That's amazing. incredible. I learnt, I, I, the one thing I really learnt about there was how, like, set up, like, mainly, like, like, especially as being a guitarist, more yeah. like, like amp setup. You know, you got taught from these guys who've been, you know, seasoned professionals and how to get the best out of your rig and all that. And, mm. You know, so it was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. And it was actually the first time I was really in- introduced to tuning to E flat because <laughs> I was always, you know, obviously tuning to uh, standard tuning E. Sure, sure. And being obviously 15, 16, you know, I mean, obviously there was no YouTube and there was, you know, and, and all I had was standard tuning guitars. You of know? course, yeah. You know, and you're thinking, oh. Oh, this is pretty cool. You yeah, lower these strings a little bit, even though you. And so they would low, <laughs> lower the the strings a half step down every string, so that that's when they correct. were singing, it would be that's easier correct. to yes, sing. That's correct. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, I've never, I've never done that. I did a covers gig the other week with a with a mate, and he's like, "I oh, we'll just down tune you." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Yeah. Let's just down tune one step, and then everything's a bit easier to sing." So you mm. can, you know, I was like. If that's how you usually do it, man, let's do it. Yeah. You know, I'll accommodate him. And um, I, I had to kind of internally kind of, like when I was singing the songs, kind of, like, you know, when you're harmonizing, oh, you yeah, have to course. kind of make that change you in your do. brain. That, yeah, it's, it's, even, though, even though it was only half a step, oh, it's, it's huge. still it's like massive, was it messing with my head. That, oh, no, it does, it does. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's amazing, like, if you go to a concert and you can actually hear the band on stage. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Hear the band on stage. And when it comes to say, like, like say Bon Jovi, like he, <laughs> he, I think he tunes about you know <laughs> he tunes down to like the lower like right down the lower register past uh, middle C probably. <laughs> yeah, right to get those notes he's, these days. You know, he's more of a baritone now. Yeah, far out. <laughs> but oh man, um, it's you can you can hear it. A lot yeah, of people, yeah. lot of lot of um, people can't, but obviously a lot of people can't. Yeah, and you go, wow, yeah, he's really got that down. Mm. You know, he's, he can't hit those notes anymore. So anymore. yeah. And so when you were 16 in, in the, um, the Kilkenny uh, doing those, um, that roadie gig, you're, you're a big boy. Yeah. Were you already a big boy at 16? Oh, it depends on what... No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, you were already quite tall, yeah? Yeah, I was, I was tall. Yeah, I used to handle all that stuff, all the martial That's probably why that. you got the gig. Yeah. Because you were yeah, so freaking big. Good handle it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Far out. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. And it was actually, for a kid, it wasn't a bad paying gig, actually. That would yeah. have been amazing. It was like, I think it was like 100 bucks a night I was getting. Dude. Just, 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 just doing something gear. that I loved. You know, it just, just basically bringing the stuff on and on, just sitting behind the, you know, the mixing desk at, at the, you know, on the, on the foldbacks, just making sure the, yeah. you know, the. Oh, so they, yeah. once you'd loaded in, they did actually get yeah, you to I, work I was actually the, working, the desk as well. I was well. working just the, the foldback desk that was all. So they actually, that's how big the production they was. Had they had a foldback desk, desk as well as, as a front, the front of house. Front of house. Correct. Oh, my and God. They had. The lighting guy up with the front of house. So they had two. They had they had the two main engineer, the, the lighting guy, and my and myself, the the amateur just behind making sure. Mate, you know, the they would have been in. paid really they well they for were. those gigs. They to were. have three techs for a covers show. They certainly were. Wow. Mm. What was the name of the band again? Get serious. Get serious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I wonder what those guys are doing now. I'm actually. It's amazing. It's a great thing about you know, social media. Yeah. I keep in contact with a well. A couple of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg and Jason, just, you know. I think we're actually going to the Joseph Journey. Oh, you're going to yeah. get together? Oh, I've got to go to that. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that's coming up, so yeah. Nice one. And um, and so, yeah, where, where from there, mate? You're 16, you're 10, you're, you're cutting your teeth on the live scene by doing the roadie <laughs> and doing the fallback wedge at the soon-to-be men's gallery. Yeah. Um, and uh, and where, when when's your next gig after that? Next gig, basically, started really with this band called Sanity's Edge. I did other things. I did like Bon Jovi stuff. 
Um, and but the Matt Oregon's I did the stuff for Sanity's Edge. We did. We played the first gig. My first gig that I played was at the Sheep's Back. Is that a venue? Yeah, on King Street. Oh, King yeah. Street again. Oh, King Street. There was just venues everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. So we played played that. Um, this was an original band. No cover band. Oh, no, our oh, cover band. Yeah, just all cover stuff. Ah. My orig- my first original band came um, up with um, obviously heavy metal band was Diode. Diode. Yeah, Diode. D i e o d e. Far out. <laughs> you were the guitar player, obviously. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and what what was the um, setup for that for that metal act? As in, like the musicians, like oh, drums, bass, guitar. Yeah, uh, two guitars, yeah. Uh, one bass, um, drums, and singer. And a singer. And did the singer play guitar as well, or he was just the front? No, man? he was just the front front man. He was actually yeah. from a Pantera cover band. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So he would have had some crazy vocals. He was amazing. Yeah. 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 Archie. Is any of that stuff still around? The, from the Diode? Act- yeah, it's still out there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It's still going. Yeah, it's still out there. I wish I'd had some. I'd, I wish I'd got it, actually. But I, I'd, I'm sure the other guitarists and the, those, those guys would have it. Yeah. Because you know what is, is interesting? I've, I've interviewed a, a few people now. This is going to be episode 29, I believe. Yep. Possibly 30. I, I'm getting that wrong. I can look that up now, actually, how many episodes there are. Um, but uh, from some of the, um, the, the guests that I've interviewed... The interesting thing is that some of the bands that they used to play in, even though they didn't have social media back in the 80s or 90s, yeah, yeah. they're like, you know what? Yeah. Let's make a Facebook page for the band that we had 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. all those fans that used to like us can at least, you know, connect with us now. Yeah, even though right. we're not gigging, mm. they can access the music and everything like that. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. That is a great idea. You yeah, know? it is. Um, I might actually talk to Darren about that. <laughs> yeah, you should. I'm, I'm you sure should. He's, in the archives, he'd have all that. Yeah. Because he, he actually sends me... <laughs> he sends me stuff of Messenger, basically when I used to have long hair. You know, when I wasn't follic- <laughs> when I wasn't follically challenged. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel, man. And, yeah, I know it's pretty cool, but yeah, very cruel. But when oh, we played, dude. we played. Um, oh, what was it? Oh, the venues because they changed. The, uh, I was it called Three Faces? I can't, I can't remember. So many different venues, so, but there's changed. Oh yeah, but we did. Well, it's starting to pour down now. It's Sorry, starting guys. to pour yeah. down. I'm not sure how much of the uh, the rain is going to be picked up on the uh, on the dynamic microphones, but yeah. I think we we should be safe. That's all right. I've obviously yeah. opened up the heavens talking about diode. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. Yeah, but um, no, we played oh heaps of places. We played um the best. I'll t- just a couple of stories. The best one was when we played um, Satan's place. That was at the, in the CBD. Yeah. Um, obviously for metal, and. We've been playing for a couple of years. This is obviously Diode, mm. and well, it's on stage, and we were headlining. Now this, and this is when I thought, when when you really thought you're going well as an original band, the place yeah. was, we actually packed the place out. It was amazing. And when we were basic, when I was up on stage playing and looking down, and there's a guy actually singing the lyrics that you wrote oh dude that's yeah. cool man that's that's when you think wow you know that's this is pretty cool yeah you know? yeah it is really cool so and yeah it was look that's only it was happened. a great band it was a really good yeah. band yeah 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 because the metal scene even these days like if you're a metal act even if you're half decent there's gonna be people at your show oh yeah that's right yeah. the metal scene is so like community like um 
It's just a big community. Oh, it is. It is. You know, yeah. it just slays the hard rock scene. Oh, it does. To, to, get a, to get people down at a hard rock gig or a rock gig or whatever is really difficult. But if you're a metal act and you can put together a lineup with other metal acts... Forget about it. Yeah, that's right. You've got it made in the shade. Yeah. You know, maybe I should be a metal guy. <laughs> <laughs> Get more people into my shows, bro. Oh, I'll tell you, it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. yeah. Because the great thing, oh, obviously, about that, like metal, yeah. there's no boundaries. No. You can do anything, right? Yeah, and yeah. something could change, you know, just you don't have to be, like, you can have that shade of, like, light and then yeah, just come yeah. straight into obviously you have that really aggressive sort. Stuff. Yeah, and then it's like, everyone's like, wow, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the great it. thing about metal. That's so, true, man. But mind you, I love all genres as well, but yeah. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is back yeah. when I was a metalhead. That's <laughs> a it. main metalhead. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But there were some great times. The great yeah. times. And, were you uh, playing in the cover band at the same time as doing Diode? No. So it was always like, okay, next project, then next project. That's right. I did yeah, it, right. Look, before Diode, like I was in <clears> um, yeah, several cover, band, uh, cover bands. And then but we just sort of, um, it's funny, the actual, the. It started with myself and the guitarist Darren. Um, Darren used to be one of my uh, students. Like he, he was already an, an accomplished guitarist, but yeah. he sort of came to me just for you know a bit of top up on what he could do. Of course. And um, but he had this great songwriting ability as well. He's really good, and he just had great timing. Mm. And I just saw there's something in, and he's like he's hell, six years younger than me. Sure. But there was um there was just something with this guy that I'm thinking, wow. And so I, I actually said we approached it, though we just start a band. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't and it just went from there. That's it really cool, man. Did. It went from there. We met up with uh Paul, who was on drums. Yeah. And yeah, then we met up with we we try <laughs> we we were <laughs> Going through so many, like the three of us were pl- like rehearsing, obviously at Paul's garage back then, you know, when you're just playing garage stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, and we were going for so, like trying to find these members and just some, some funny moments. <laughs> uh, trying to find bass players. The best one was this, oh, I'm not going to, can't remember his name anyway, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he came up and he just started making this ridiculous noise on the bass. <laughs> it was just, I don't know what it was. And I, I had to turn around because I was absolutely pissing myself laughing. And so was Darren. I couldn't look at him. And then we're like, oh, you know, thanks for coming, whatever. And he goes, yeah. oh, I can, I, can, I can play the vacuum cleaner as well. And we're like, what? what? <laughs> he goes, yeah. He goes, have you got a vacuum tube? And we're like, oh, we've got to see what's going on, see what this is about. Yeah, and he just yeah. gets to get some vacuum stuff, like playing it like a didgeridoo type of thing. I've gone, oh, wow, this guy... <laughs> Oh, he's working on another level, oh, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Look, good on him. Imagine incorporating <laughs> that into a metal show. It now was, we've got Jerry on the vacuum cleaner. It was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, that was that was probably the one I can really remember. The other, like, and then finding singers. Yeah, right. That, that was funny. Um, we uh, It was actually one of the uh, friends like of the, the group, and he actually wasn't too bad. He had that re- really full-on, like, raspy Metal, metal voice, yeah, yeah. But we were rehearsing, and he he was singing that that like full on that he actually did his neck. Oh, really? And, and popped his, he, and he went down. <laughs> just had a rehearsal. We're like, oh no, he's down. Yeah, he's down. So just in rehearsal, we're like, and that, I think that finished him. <laughs> that finished him. He was done. Yeah, he was done. He couldn't. Did, do, he, did yeah. he do even any gigs? No, no, no. He didn't do any gigs. Then we, oh, then we, no. then we met up with Archie. This the 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 actual singer and yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were just like you know when 
yeah, when all the planets align and you knew I, I got him, I got yeah. admit there was there was some there was some slight erections in that <laughs> in that room <laughs> when he started seeing like wow this guy this is what we've been yeah, looking for and it sort of all clicked and yeah he liked what he heard so yeah, and it yeah. all went from there and it was it was just a sh- shame how it sort of ended really at how did it, it end <laughs> that's another story. Um, because you guys like, did you actually have it okay. once you, Archie got in the band? Did you start gigging and did you record anything? Ah, uh, we recorded. Yeah. Um, we yeah, we recorded. We recorded an EP. We were work. We were about to actually work on doing an album. That was all happening. We had basically everything sorted. Yeah, we did an amazing gig, and we were celebrating, mm. and all, and we're like, this is really, really happening, mm. and. Anyway, we said, "Well, well, we'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow for rehearsal. Yeah, we'll meet up, and we're all on a high because it was just going so well." Where was the gig? That was at the Satan's place. Oh yeah, 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 that yeah, one. yeah. Um, and the next day, like we went to a rehearsal, <clears throat> and I'm there, Darren's there, and uh, Paul's there, and so is um, and uh, Craig, the bass player. And then Archie turns up with a black eye. Oh, and I'm like, wow, what's going on here? <laughs> he ends up having a fight with management, yeah, and um, oh, just, oh and of got, the got, ven- yeah, of of uh, basically of the venue, yes, and ends up having um with one of the oh, radio announcers, I can't remember his name, um, from uh, Triple J, okay, and. Yeah, it ends up going pear shaped from there, and we got blacklisted from that venue. From from we got no, and it went viral through the metal scene. About you know, it went don't ban- book these it went guys bananas. Oh my god! Yeah, end up having a big fight the whole lot. Yeah, it, it went pretty bad actually. Jeez, that but is it was an almost epic like it was almost like you know when you've got you've, you you had it in your hand so close and it just yeah. went and flew away. That is crazy. Yeah. This and is actually so did, the first time I've spoken about this live, so yeah. <laughs> did, did he explain like why? why he was pissed. He, he was just drunk. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he had that kind of personality where when he gets drunk, he gets a bit upset and angry and, yeah. and took it out on the wrong cats or yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty and, much, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He, he fucked it up for you, eh? Yeah, that's right. It was in the past, Archie, anyway, if, you, if you're going to hear this. <laughs> hey, tag him up, mate. Tell him. <laughs> He'll probably laugh before he remember. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. You threw me under the bus. Nah, look, that's what happens. But that's just what happened, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, that was the history of the band. We actually caught up probably about 10 years later. Yes. Um, and we tried to do one of the songs, but it just didn't like that. We thought was really good. Yeah. And we're, we're going to, to a, like a, do another fix on it, like a bit more techno. Sure. A bit weird electronic type of stuff. Yeah. Metal techno type of thing. It sort of worked, but it, yeah, it still, still didn't, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't then. Wasn't, wasn't oh, what it was. Wasn't, and recapture it. But the actual band, we did, we did try to go on because Archie left. Yeah. Um, we tried to go on. We tried to. You know, get back in. It just didn't, just didn't work. So you tried to find another singer or whatever. We got, and- so, we we got another singer. He wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but it just, it just didn't click like it did with Archie. So, yeah. it's a funny thing that isn't it? Yeah. Right. When you're in a band and you, you're trying to find that magic element that is hard to hold on to. Yeah, that's right. You can't really describe it when everyone is all in the space and it's actually gelling. I hate that word, but no, you're right. But you're absolutely that's, right. That's the term, isn't it? Really. Yeah, that's right. Far out, man. Yeah. Um, and so did that band ever go 
interstate or just shows in Melbourne? Yes, we we did. Um, well, we're not. Oh, more more rural type oh, of thing. Not, rural not, not interstate. No, no. Uh, we're not, oh, sorry, a lot. Yeah, um, more rural. Um, mm. We did a lot of yeah, um, yeah, country stuff. Um, but it was just mainly that. And did you all just like pile into but, the the car to get to these gigs? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we sort of did. We loaded up all our all our gear and bits and pieces. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was great. It was good. Like um, we were that close to hitting. As I said, that that close to doing all that, going you know interstate. It was just, it was really happening. But it, it was just that point that it just you know everything just shit itself. So far, man. Yeah, but that's what happens. And so you you go from that band, and do you get back into the cover scene then, or do you go into um, focus more on your teaching? And yeah, I focused on my teaching a fair bit. Um, I always I've been teaching now for about oh shit, how old am I now? Forty three. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been teaching oh, for about twenty. Yeah, about twenty five years now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, still teach, still teach. Where are you teaching now? <laughs> I'm teaching out of my, uh, my own house. Like, like when um, Billy Hyde, the Billy Hyde's Academy, um, obviously went into a receivership. Yeah, yeah I took uh, my students home, mm-hmm. and yeah, got a pretty good little thing going there at the moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It really is good. I enjoy that. I really do. Because your day gig is um is on the tools, isn't That's it? That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like you, you know, you can't really survive being yeah. a muso these days. You know how it is. You, oh, tr- you try. You most try. Definitely. But the people who you know obviously are only musos. Obviously, you know they've 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 got a really good gig with someone. Yes. Or they're able to they're, just they're go still, from gig to. They're gig still to at gig. home. They're still at home. They're so. still at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no names mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> love it. I but love that's, that's you know, it's so hard. It really oh, dude, is. Dude, I was literally having a conversation with, um, I think, with some of my students. Yeah. Um, about the realities of uh, pursuing a, a creative uh, career. Yeah. Um, in the performing arts, in no matter what um, genre or, or style that they, it may be, and there was a band, um, uh, who, I knew about in the 90s called Body Jar. Oh, yeah, okay. They yeah. were like a punk band. Yeah, yeah. And that was, they were pretty big. You know, they are on the Triple J. They yeah. You know, they were always on the festivals and they'd sell out shows. Um, and, and the singer from the band Cam works at the skate shop, you know, in okay. Northlands. Yeah. He's, he's, he is, he's not able to pay his mortgage with what he's able to pull in from the band. No, that's right. You know, he's got a regular gig just like everybody else. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, and so to kind of make sure that the students... I'm not trying to crush their dreams or anything by saying, hey, you're going to have to work, man, <laughs> and then maybe do gigs on the weekend if you're lucky. Yeah, that's right. You know, but at the same time, you want to instill in them a little bit of reality. Yeah. You know, because especially in this generation, it's all augmented reality, you know, with their selfies and their fucking oh, yeah, yeah. filters yeah. and fucking all that shit. That's and right. success all around them. They think it's all going to happen, and it's like, dude, nah, it's-, it's not everyone gets to do it. That's right. You know, yeah. it's a small amount of people. Yeah. Um, oh, far out, man. And so you do diode and then you, you smash, you start smashing your teaching and then do we meet? Is that where we, we sort meet? Of, oh, I did a couple of, um, cover, I did a couple of cover things here and there, fillings, yeah. bits and pieces. There was always something. Um, uh, obviously got married. <laughs> Had kids. Yeah. The kids happened. Yeah. Um, but th- I was with you before kids. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I was. Yeah, well, was we, that, was we started the pass-outs in 2005. Oh, so Alana would have been... Uh, Alana was around my, my first. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, 
And then, yeah, mucked around with, then, yeah, started, started pass outs with you. That was Because cool. we were both teaching at Main Street Music at, right. at that time. That's right. So, so for some context for the listeners, um, I was 25 um, and you would have been 30 years old. That's right. Yep. Five years older than me. Yep. Um, and John Sanders, Sanders was teaching there as well. Yeah, Grandpa. No, no. Grandpa. <laughs> he'll be here You'll next week or the week yeah. after, so we'll hear his story yeah, from know. all this. Yeah, I know. Um, we'll actually we'll try and get you guys back as a duo because I think um, the dynamic between you two would be hilarious. Um, you could certainly tell some stories because you guys were in a band other than the pass outs as well, weren't you? We were in the longest re- re- rehearsing band in history. And it was called Flat Stick. Flat Stick. Yeah. His he, baby, his um, love child with uh, Gary Mackay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Gary, well, he passed away, um, which was very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a brilliant guitarist, Gary. He was. A, he, he was actually a big ma- mop of red hair. He didn't did, he? but he he was a ma- he was a big influence on me. I reckon. Yeah. I just he was probably one of the tastiest players I'd ever met. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and even John would say that. Yeah. yeah big influence on John too. Yeah. I yeah. Think he sort of knew how to cool John down with it and bring the best out of him. Sure. Because John played some amazing solos on that Flatstick album. Yeah. And Gary was just out of control. Just brilliant playing. Yeah, like obviously a lot of like quick playing for shred, but tasty. Mm, very you know, tasty. That's yeah. very tasty. Like all the right notes had to be played. Like you know how it is when you play shred. Like sometimes the notes get thrown, you know, <laughs> lost in the mix. Yeah, but it's um, more about how fast you're playing. Yeah, I know. Not, that's what right. notes? Yeah, quick, you pull the guns out. But, yeah, um, yeah. But that that's the difference between you know between sh- um, shredders and guys that can play fast, but still, you know, actually make it. Make it tell a story. Yeah, exactly, That's exactly. Right. And they definitely did. You know, mm. that, that was a great album. And yeah, well, it's, you, it's a brilliant album, actually. That flat stick album. It was so. It was a full full length album. Yeah, full length, full length. And you guys never played live. No, that's the it's the the only band that I know. Oh, they look. They've played. In oh, John will probably tell you next week. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he, yeah he'll yeah. probably tell you that next week. I'll, I'll leave that for him. Yeah, but um, we rehearsed a lot. Yeah. Um. And, and so, what was we the... rehearsed? I, we, I think we rehearsed. I think there was there was a couple of years, or even I, I, can't, I can't remember. It was a long time. It was a long time. We rehearsed a long time and before you even did the record. It just no, no, no the record was done. I didn't yeah. play it. That was um, they Gary and John um, did did the actual uh, record at uh, Gary's house. Ah. Gary, had, Gary had a recording studio. It was a great little setup. That he had. Ah, right. And they did all that, and Gary did all the. Um, all the drum work, mate, like all the programmed, amazing, yeah. So it was just Freak. those guys, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, I think Marcel played on the album as well. Mm-hmm. Did some stuff as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was just John wanted this thing to happen, and yeah, I he, he asked me, and I said, yeah, I'll I'll be honoured. Yeah, you know, I'll be honoured because it's such a amazing to to play some of Gary stuff. You know, mm. it's an honour. And so I rehearsed it, threw in obviously my little my little spins, sure, and, of and um, it was it was sounding great. It just didn't take off. It I, I think yeah. I, I don't know. You'll probably have to ask John about that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I I was so much like really wanting that to happen. It was because we put in so much time and effort because it was just and we got some great new, or no 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 the vocals there was vocals, yeah, vocals as, well. as well yeah vocals it was shared between um um Daniel and and John mm-hmm. and 
we all sort of threw in harmonies. It was it was really good. Wow. And we had some great musos in that band too. Yeah. That like quality musicians and they it just didn't I don't know, it just didn't happen. But didn't just yeah. didn't take off. Yeah. So John will probably talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, well, if he doesn't make sure you get you get I'll onto ask him. him about it, most definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because this was <laughs> like when was the time of flat stick? Because I know you guys joined, you know, the first incarnation of the pass outs in yeah. 2005. Was Flatstick before or after that? Oh, you really got me there. It was before. It would have been before. Yeah, before. yeah it was before. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have had time to do both. Yeah, that's right. So it, it would have before. all kind of calmed down after that. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so then, yeah, so I started oh, teaching. Was it? Maybe it was during the it same time ju- well, and after. Yeah. It might have been after. Yeah, right. It might have been after. Anyway, I, I can't well, because remember. the pass outs for us was only a couple of years. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. it was me, you, John on drums. Yeah, of all things. Oh yeah, but John's you know Johnny's a freak because he used to play in that band with that one man gangbang. <laughs> what was it, brothel? <laughs> <laughs> I think he still plays. For, I think he still throws. Yeah, his... That band was yeah. out of control, man. Yeah, I never because went... oh, I played drums. I'm like, oh really? You're yeah. like a guitar player? Didn't like, he no. borrow, borrow your drum kit? Yeah, man. <laughs> Whenever we played, he would he would get our my drum kit. Out. He's yeah. like, I can play, but I don't have a drum kit, Dave. You have to give me your drum kit. That like, John, that's fine, dude. Like, no problems. You can have my drum kit. That's that's cool. You know, cause we used to rehearse up at my mum and dad's. Yeah, that's right. In a very similar studio to what we're sitting in right yeah. now. And that know? was a, I enjoyed the pass outs. It was good. It was Man, a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and there was some good. There was some good, really good moments. Yeah, we played. Yeah. And th- there was some stuff that we wrote that we actually never got to record. That's right. In that version of the band. That's exactly right. Because I'd all I had recorded before you guys joined was two songs, Always the Way and um, Late Night TV. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I said, look, these are these two songs. I yeah. want to write more. Um, and for, for the time that you guys are in the band, I think we did, I think there was a song that we played at Musicland, yeah. which was only played in that incarnation of the band yeah. I can't remember what it was but yeah, I, yeah. I still have that Musicland CD so I'll have to get it out and, and try to remind myself yeah of course yeah. Um, and then after that when you guys left we I did have the bass player from that um, version of the band Jim Luxford yeah Jim yeah Jim yeah um, who stayed on for an extra little while yeah. before he left as well I haven't heard from Jim actually. Yeah, well, he was actually meant to too. play at yes, our tenth anniversary. That's right, and he did back yeah. in 2015, but yeah. he he didn't show up. <laughs> so luckily, we just had the other bass player just play all <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't come, but he actually played in that band after the passouts. He he was smashing it with that band called Arcane Saints. That's it. That's the band. He joined yes. that band yeah. for a while, and they they did inter- international and interstate shows. Yeah. You know, they played like this festival in Japan. Yeah. At one point, I saw the photos. I'm like, man, that is sick. Yeah. That gig looked great. You know, um, so yeah, certainly that that. But that little lineup of the band there, that was pretty big because even we also had not just you on guitar. Yeah. We also had AJ. Yeah, AJ as yeah. well. Yeah, he was Adrian tasty. Munro. Yeah. You know, um, and he was cool. AJ. Yeah. He was so cool. Yeah. We, there was that was <laughs> because we had such a different. Um, style of playing, but it worked, mm. you know, because I was obviously that more, you know, shreddy, speedy, you know. Yeah, I remember more, telling you, like, yeah. dude, if you join my band, I don't want to do that red shred yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. I, and I, you were I, like, I can play melodic, I can play I, melodic. I, I don't, and I, you did. Yeah, I kept it, I kept it to the way. <laughs> you know, just because you know, I like, like the quick notes doesn't mean I don't, don't like the slow notes. <laughs> that's it, that's but it. But it's all, it's all, it was all a bit of fun, but it was good. The contrast between me and AJ was great. Yeah, Because AJ, definitely. he had that beautiful little orange amp, 
Yeah, with that, with that, oh, um, that's yeah. right. And he had these little, you know, that little that Mesa boogie. Um, what the Mesa, the Mesa foot the pedal, pedal, the pedal with the corrugated yeah. iron. And he had the what? What guitar was it? I can't remember. It was like a three five. Yeah, three five five. That's right. Ibanez, the Ibanez. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, was but it was such a beautiful nice. guitar. But I had a what did I? I had the golden tone. Um, valve amp. Yes, the and golden tone. That was tone. just all. That was just clean, and all I had was a Doctor. Je- and all I used was just the Doctor Jekyll pedal. You know, right. it was the Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. And all it was was an overdrive and a distortion. I had nothing else. So that was I, I, used it. To ha- I used to have my ESP. Yeah, the ESP, wah, though, as well. Yeah, and no, I never. Oh, I might have thrown a wire in there. Maybe I probably, I don't I, know. probably might have thrown a wire in there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, I was ESP. just using, I was just using my, my Fender and ESPs. Yeah. And um, the fence, well, one SP, sorry, and yeah, and I love the sound of that. This, the, through the golden tone with you know with the, with the green backs, all yeah, valve, just yeah. one pedal, no bullshit, nah, and yeah, it worked. It sound, and with his contrast with his orange amp, and yeah. it just sounded great. Yeah. It really did sound good. So, and was I? You were using your you've got your JCM eight hundred. You just got your baby. You were did so, I really? Yeah, you were so happy with it. <laughs> Mind you, beautiful amp. <laughs> it is. It's still my number one amp. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I did have my Fender before that. That's right, yeah. With the Telecaster. Yeah. You still got your telly? I'm one of these musicians that don't sell or give away my gear. Yeah. I nev- I, I've got all of the gear that I've ever bought. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah. it's a blessing and a curse. That's right, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I would have a lot more room in my house if I didn't have all my guitars <laughs> and pedals and everything. But no, I still have everything. Yeah. Um, the Fender amp is behind that shit. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, Over there, on. yeah. Um, and um, I think even back then, if I had the Fender, if I had the Marshall amp, then I actually would have had bought the, the Gibbo as well. Yeah, you did. The Gibson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had a, the, you, you went through two because one wasn't the black and, and then the white one. Yes, I bought a white one. Yeah. Yes, you, that's you, right. You weren't happy with that. No, I wasn't happy. Yeah. And I took it back. Yeah. Because I'd ordered it in special. Yeah, that's right. Because I'd, I'd in my head, I think I'd, we were getting into the darkness. Yeah, that's right. Remember yeah. that band? Oh, I still love those guys. God. I've seen them a bunch of times. <laughs> um, but I was like, I want that that alpine white, that you know, dark, Les Paul. The darkness. Uh, is that the one, Get Your Hands Off of My Woman? Does that, does yeah, that they've it? got that song. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. Get your hands off of my woman, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, well. You know, that song, because my, this is bizarre, but my brother-in-law actually lived with the drummer of that band in the UK for a while. Oh, yeah? Cool. So we, we actually got to meet the darkness on one of their tours when he was living with, um, with That would be cool. It was cool. Um, and... Because he lived with the drummer, he he found out all these stories about that band, yeah. and that was a true story. That there, there was a guy, there was like a, a guy in the studio when they were re- recording that first album, who was hitting on the singer's girlfriend. Oh shit! And was like creating all this friction in the band and in the recording studio. So that was a real thing that happened, and he wrote a song <laughs> about it. Fair enough. So I love hearing those kind of stories. Yeah, that's great. You're like, is that just a bullshit story they're writing a song about? And that actually happened. And when you find out that it actually happened, yeah. it makes a song even that much cooler. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Oh my god! Oh, but um, god. yeah. So I had it in my head that I wanted that guitar, and yeah. then I. And I wanted to like it, but it just wasn't me. Like yeah. when I played it, it just it. That's right. It was made really shit. Yeah. Like there was that part of the top 
um, like near the nut yeah. that had been um, like kind of chipped off. That's right. So we sent it back. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of money that bloody guitar too. It was expensive yeah. as shit. Yeah, it was a and custom. So it was a custom. Mm. And so then every time I went into the music store to teach, and whenever I didn't have a, 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 a student, I would go down and play the Black Beauty. Yeah, and that was just so much better. And I was like, oh man, I want this guitar, but it was so expensive. Yeah. But I'd started teaching and I, I didn't have any vices. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't have a mortgage yet. I was still living at home. Mm. And I was having all this coin coming in my... Yeah, that's right. I'm like, oh my God, I've got enough money. I can buy this guitar. Do it. And so I did. And never again. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. It was like five and a half grand. Like, yeah. imagine saving up five and a half grand as a 38-year-old with kids. Nah. Forget about it. Mate. <laughs> I had to scratch and claw my way just to buy my new phone. That was only 1300 yeah, I had to, you know, not only work at school, but work with my dad on the weekends just so I could get my new phone. But The reality of a musician. Dude, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. If you're taking anything away from this podcast today, kids, it is that you've got to work hard for everything in this life. Oh, yeah. Nothing's handed to you. Yep. So, yeah, man, now that was a great time. We played, well, where did we play together, man? We did the Art House. Yeah, the Art House, that's yeah, the Art which, House. Um, I've spoken about on the podcast before, because a lot of people have a lot of great memories of that. Yeah, the Art House, that's right, yep. You know, did you ever play the Art House with the, without the pass outs, like in Diode? Yeah, that was it a did, metal yeah, venue, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played there a couple of times at Diode, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but what else did we play? We played. Um, was it in Brunswick? Was it? Well, Fitzroy was it? Fitzroy of Brunswick was it? Brunswick Street. We played there. I can't remember what the venue was called. The Pass House. Yeah. We yeah. did. It was. Well, I know we did the Art House, and I know we did Musicland. Yeah, there was a couple. We did a couple more. Maybe we did the Brunswick Hotel. Was, I think it might have been that. Was that the Brunswick yeah. that we played? Yeah. Yeah, we did a few shows, and um, I think we would. I don't think we ever got to a point, though, where we were actually going to record anything. No, that's right. Because everything was still a demo phase. That's right, it was. In that couple of years. Yeah, it was, it was. You know, um, but we had t-shirts, <laughs> and we played Revolver as well. Yes, we did play remember Revolver. Revolver? We did, Because I remember having those shirts at Revolver and selling them. Yes, we did play Revolver. I only have one of those shirts left. Yeah. Because it had all the little caricatures, remember? We had the caricatures of us on the back. That's right. Did you did you get one of those shirts? I did. I reckon it's home somewhere. It's at home somewhere, man. I remember I got my brother to create caricatures of all of us in the band. Wow, I remember that. And I that. put it on the back of that shirt. Yeah, I remember that. And I even got... So the Pass Outs logo that I made on... Photoshop. Yeah. Even back in 2005, I was trying to make my own artwork and and stuff like that on Photoshop, and so I had the the white Passouts logo, the very first Passouts logo on that on that T-shirt. But then, the what we did for the the ladies' T-shirt was my brother-in-law, who was a screen printer at the time. He did T-shirts. Yeah. He actually screen printed um, pink bubble glitter. Around the lady's um, uh, border of the pass out. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if Danny has one of those. I hope she does because that was a cool item, man. I remember that merch was out of control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it was good. And as we know, if, if anyone's playing it at home, Siriani loves his merch. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> there was always something. There was always an idea with that. Always something, man. <laughs> I just, I think I like the idea of merch more than playing in a band. Like it's like my own shit. You oh, know, there's nothing I mean? wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with no, that. Nothing wrong with that at all. You That's know, all like good. I was getting feeling nostalgic the other day, and um, I mean nostalgic. It was only four and a half years ago, five years ago. But I actually bothered the first Passats album. I got it pressed on vinyl. Yes, yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got one of those. You've got one of yeah, them. You know, one, yeah. and. 
And um, I, I dropped the needle on on that, and I hadn't listened to it in a long time, like in a couple of, at least a year, I reckon, on vinyl. And I was like, oh, man, how many Melbourne-based independent musos can say they got on vinyl that they can put their own tune on vinyl, vinyl and right. listen to it, man? Yeah, but vinyl's you know? still cool. I love vinyl. It's had a big resurgence, man. Oh, yeah. I you know? love vinyl. Yeah, yeah That's all cool. I really listen to. Yeah. If I, if I buy something... Like any new stuff today, I'll try. I'll have a look to see if it's on vinyl. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's well, yeah. Because you have something a vinyl player set up in your house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And um, if you set it up right, there's nothing better. Yeah, man. Yeah, and people say, oh bullshit, no, you got to listen to it set up properly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, if it's not set up properly, you're not listening to vinyl. That's right. Oh man! Yeah. And so yeah, the pass out staves that ends, um, you know, in a blaze of glory. Blaze of glory. <laughs> John and, and Ben both split at the same time. I was gutted, you know. My heart's broken. I'm like, I somehow pick up the pieces, find a new drummer. Yeah, you found. Yeah, you know, in Mark De Giorgio, I think yeah. his name was. Yeah. AJ stuck around, uh, and uh, even the bass player Jim stuck around. Stuck around, around yeah, yeah. So from a five piece, we went to a four, four piece. piece yep. And I played a little bit more guitar, which was fun. Yep. Because I did play guitar, but it was pretty much like Pearl Jam. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. Eddie doesn't play on guitar in every song. That's right. That's you right. know, that's so playing, something. having two guitar, three guitarists essentially. That's right. Was a bit much. Yeah. You but know, so it was a blessing in disguise, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, obviously we went on. But yeah. when when that went on, where did you go with your musical career I actually, after that? Oh, well, uh, still teaching, but then I, I joined an, another cover band called um, Money Penny. Hmm. Yeah. Um, again, uh, with uh, Rob uh, Rob Brenz on drums. Yep. He's um, he's doing really well, Rob. Actually, nice. Um, and Penny uh, and her husband at the time, um, Ryan. Um, yeah, it was a great band. Yeah, it was rhythmically one of the best bands I'd ever been in. Yes. And. Penny, just absolutely amazing. Do you know Penny at all? You probably you probably wouldn't know, know Penny. She like she's um, was Bundura Greensboro Bay. She, yeah. What was her last name? Uh, well, back then it was uh, Costa. Okay. But um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah, vocals, amazing vocals. And so that would have yeah. been a pub cover band. That would yes, have been but, like but weddings we, and shit. But, yeah. No, no, Money Penny was huge. It was a big like they. We used to play um, down at the, um, the Harpenny's down in um, Frankston. Yeah. Packed. Wow. Absolutely packed. Like I'm talking out, out of control packed. And yeah, that was every weekend. I did that for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, probably, I think it was about four years. Jeez. Yeah, I did that for a long time. the one time. venue? What, a long time. It was, it was a long time. Yeah. And wow. That's yeah, a was, long residency It was, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah. yeah. And basically... I might have been shorter than that, but I don't know. But it was a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was. I loved it. It was really good. Did but- you see any crazy stuff in that gig? All those drunk people. <laughs> oh yeah, there was. Always- got to be a story oh, yeah, there. The- oh, there was more like um. Oh, oh, re- to be quite honest, mate. Seriously, <laughs> I was like, I was more like the 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 musician that would play, and then as soon as the, the, the set finished, I went in the band room. Yeah, right. And I didn't drink. I never drank. I never drank live. No. Um, and I just sit there and relax until the next set. I was never really one to go out there and start, you know, thrashing it with the with, with the, the locals. No, I just, yeah. I, I just. But well, I, I was married. Kids. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But you would have seen a lot while you were playing. 
Yeah, not. Was look, there any fights or anything? Oh, look, there was probably the odd punch on here and there, but nothing really comes nothing to really mind. Nothing really stands out. I'll tell you what stands out. When I was with um, okay, Money Penny had finished, and yeah. then I went to another band called Drive. Okay, and <laughs> there were some funny moments there. Um, uh, when we were playing the first gig, this is the first gig we drive. We actually played it at the uh, casino. I can't remember what the place it was. Um, um, and basically, the singer, he's he's on on stage, <laughs> and then he he's let he's let on the wedge, and he's just gone. Guts are over. Oh. I'm talking over. <laughs> Somersaulted over the off the stage, flat on his on his back. Yeah, yeah. Down. Well, I I just met the bass player and drummer. Like this is probably the second time I met them. Yes. Yeah. I was I was just up on stage. I just joined this band. You'd learnt the songs. Yeah. Learnt just... the songs and no rehearsal. Just got yeah. up on stage, played. Covers, yeah. Because these guys seasoned professionals. Yeah. I just had to learn the songs and just felt that my weight was not a problem. And yeah, so old mate's gone singer, ass over. Too. He's gone over. Well, I've <laughs> I've had to turn around and I'm looking. I'm looking at um. Oh god, god, I can't remember his name. Anyway, no, Nick. Sorry, Nick on the drums. Yeah, and he's playing drums, and you could see him. He's got tears coming down his eyes, and I couldn't look at him. And I'm looking at Simon on the bass, and there was almost there was that that, that night there was that camaraderie camaraderie between the three of us. Yeah, because we were laughing our <laughs> fucking asses off so hard. <laughs> with, and I'm like, Whoa! And, but he's still trying to sing, and he's like, he's got the mic in he's his got, hand. He's still singing, still. but he's like, going, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome. That was hilarious. Do you oh, remember yeah. what song it was he was oh, in the middle of? Who I, knows? I can't remember. But whatever it was, it wasn't happening. Yeah, if he was trying to, um, you know, serenade his girlfriend, he fucked up. <laughs> Fantastic. I can empathise with that, man, because there's some freaky friggin' fallback wedges. Yeah. Sometimes you put your foot on it and it's rock solid yeah. and you you really feel like you've got a foundation underneath your foot you can do your rock yeah, moves he had you no know? foundation but there was none he put it on it and he's flipped <laughs> he's it got, over he's gone over and he's fallen into the crowd oh but well the, that would have been a blessing if, if he did fall into the crowd he fell just on the ground onto the crowd <laughs> was it much of a stage like I about was, a it would be quite high it would, <laughs> about, it would have been about a metre there oh no high, high enough for him to definitely yeah and did he do himself any mischief or he oh was, look he he, was he, fine? he, he Professionally, he got up. You know, he was professional. He got up. He was professional. You know, he he didn't let it bother him. But he wouldn't have lived that down for a few gigs. Like you're going to fall over this time, mate, or you you all right? Had too many drinks. Yeah, that's right. It was pretty funny. Look, they they were good times as well. We drive. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it was funny because the actual singer, he was um, he's quite quite small. Yeah, yeah. He he used in like in myself, he's six foot four, and Simon's no was no slouch either. Right. And it was just like the two twin two twin towers, and there was. (laughs) And then this little bloke. It was the uh, the single story. Thanks story, for coming. You know. Story of my life, mate. Story of my life. Always been the short ass yeah. on stage. And I'm not like particularly short. I'm 5'8". Yeah. Which is pretty average height. But there are a lot of tall musos. For some reason, musicians a lot of the time are just tall dudes. You know. But, um, oh my God. I did have a similar... Well, I've never fallen off stage but I did have a character come onto stage yeah. a few months ago. I was doing a fill-in covers gig. Yeah. And this bloke, we started playing this song, you know, by presidents of the United States of America called Lump. Oh, she's yeah. Lump. Yeah, she's yeah. Lump. Yeah. Right. As soon as we hit that first song, he just 
he assumed he was the lead singer. Oh, so he just took over. He he wanted to take over. <laughs> and so he jumped on stage to grab my microphone yeah. and I've just made a fist with my hand and pushed his ch- his chest yeah. to push him off the stage. Yeah, well, you've got to do that. You've got to do it. Yeah, you have to. And at that venue, the the um, the... The what do you call it? The security was right on top of it. Yeah. He saw he was maybe on stage ten seconds, and he they could see me struggling. Then they ran over, got him around the neck, and pulled him out. Yeah, of there. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but I just couldn't believe the uh, audacity of the bloke. Oh I'm yeah, like, no, it's crazy. They that's, get a bit that, of beer in them, and they're fucked. Well, that's well. When I was um, playing in Geelong with uh, Drive, um, yeah. we used to play uh, the cover of you know. Kate, what Katy Perry, I kissed a girl, and obviously all the girls would come up on stage. Anyway, this one girl, high heels, straight through my um, guitar lead, bang, gone. I'm, I was, yeah, was not what? Too, I wasn't. Too, I was. She's dancing around and all that, and she's on stage, yeah, dancing around, and she's, yeah. I've got you know, obviously my my pedal board and stuff on on the front, of course, yeah. And then you know, and he's and I'm trying to play guitar in between all these bloody women going off their head, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this one girl, yeah, just. High and heel, I, and suddenly I've got, I've looked, it. yeah, took my took my lead out. Yeah, I've got, I'm walking around. I've got, oh, oh, there's nothing here anymore. And I looked, at, looking there, it, there she, there she is, and she, and that's what happened. Obviously, she yeah, ground into yeah, the ground. She gone, and I'm like, oh. did you have a spare lead? Yeah, well, you, well, yeah. you have to. That's, mate. A, that's the other thing. Um, up and coming musos always <laughs> yeah. make sure you got spare something. I even had, Everything. I even, even had, I've even got had a spare amp. I always had spare something when I was playing, a spare oh, especially amp. when I was doing the cover stuff. Yeah, yeah, wow, because you're there for. Hours on end. Yeah, yeah. Something like, goes you know, wrong was, with the yeah, amp. You know, when you're normally with a uh, like a uh, original band, you, you're not there that, that long. You're, it's only there, 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah. But you're there for hours. Yeah, you know, you've got, yeah. like you got like three sets of 12 songs. <clears throat> That's right. So I used to have, I, like with my, I had my Mesa Boogie and, and then I had just my spare amp it basically at the back, just sitting there, just in case. You'd actually load it in as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't just, just have sitting, it in the car. Just sitting there, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah, just always something spare. Four guitars on stage. Everything. Yeah, different different tunings, leads, and everything. That's just You just sort of had to do it. You had to do it, man. Yeah. I think one of my, my proudest cover band moments of my entire life was we were doing a gig at um, Pug Mahone's in the, in the city in Hardware Lane. Yeah. I was in my early 20s. I wasn't real. I'd only really been playing guitar for a few years, but I was playing guitar in that band. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I'd learned a bunch of the songs, and I was pretty confident at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I was pretty proud, you know, because as a singer coming from a singing background and then learning that instrument to accompany myself and then eventually write songs Oh, on, that's tricky to do. It's tricky to do. Hmm. Um, and so my, one of my proudest moments was I broke a string in the middle of the set, and I didn't have another guitar. Yeah. I only had one fucking guitar. I didn't have the option of picking up another guitar. You, you know what I mean? Going. Had to keep going. Yeah. So I had spare strings. Yeah. I literally ripped that string off the, the guitar, grabbed my spare strings while we were still, still playing, playing yeah, yeah. and changed the string. Yeah. And then it was, and, and stretched it in, tuned yeah. it up while I was still singing the song. And then by the time that song had How ended. How long was the song? Nine minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it may have been They're like Do another solo yeah, do another I'm still changing my string But I was so chuffed with myself Because at the end of it I was able to actually play the next song Because yeah, I good. knew You know I yeah. only had a finite time to get it done And, and then you obviously learnt That you had to buy another guitar Yeah <laughs> That's it yeah. mate Yeah, yeah Even when I like one more. Doing my acoustic stuff I always had two acoustics Yeah man Definitely yeah, Always yeah. had two acoustics You gotta keep, keep it loaded Yeah And um did acoustic stuff with Penny after Money Penny finished. 
Yeah, nice. Yeah. Still actually do some acoustic stuff with, you do? with Penny. Yeah, if, if there's something called, like, if there's something pops up, mm, you know. Mm. I sort of always just keep your foot in the door with these guys. Yeah, that's but, it. Um, well, it's a good bit of pocket money, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Oh, it's, well, that, that's where you make the money, really. If you, yeah. If, if you're not making it professionally or doing your original stuff, yeah. you're making, like, you, you know, original music, you're not making much money. No, no. Yeah. Cover stuff. You're making a shitload of money. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you make a lot. So if you can dance between both... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...and still have your creative pursuit as well as, you know, being able to leave the that's house right. and actually come back with money... But that's a great thing about covers, isn't it? It's a no-brainer, no and you're getting paid paid for it. That's right. When I say yeah. no-brainer, guys, it's, you know, you're not, you're not writing it. So. Well, that's the thing, and, and you actually have <laughs> yeah. to chase the work, too. It's not easy yeah. to get into these venues and get that's the gigs right. and, and actually not and be taken fun. advantage of either. That's that's exactly right. Because yeah, I, not- I've been looking, you know, the Melbourne Musos Facebook group or whatever it's called, you know, bands looking for gigs, gigs looking for band, whatever yeah. it is. And and sometimes I go, hey, guys, I need a, a, a guitarist for the 17th of November. It's three sets. It's $150. I'm like, are you, f- Fuck, yeah, are yeah. you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Who was saying yes to that gig? Yeah. If they are, you're stitching so, everyone yeah, else up in the industry right. because that's not enough money. No way. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah so, bullshit. yeah, there's another lesson for your kids. It's all about <laughs> lessons today. It's all about lessons. Don't bloody do a gig for less than 200 bucks. That's exactly right. Even that, that's a stretch. Anyway. Oh, man. And so, yeah, money, penny, um, and drive. Uh, drive. And yeah. drive as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, um, and since, like, flat stick, you were, you've never really kind of forayed back into the original scene? Look, Not really? I've just um, basically done stuff at home. Look, obviously, self, you know, recordings, bits and pieces yeah, for myself, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, look, to be quite honest, mate, really just been teaching, you know, getting yeah. to that point now. I, I, did, I was really playing the live cover scene for a long time and it, I was getting a little bit burnt out at the end and I might sound like a wuss bag. Yeah, yeah. But when you've got three... Three daughters, married, three kids, the <laughs> yeah, whole lot. Yeah, yeah. And when you're basically starting Friday night, you get home at five o'clock Saturday morning. And sometimes I'd actually go to work. Oh, I'd dude. actually be, have to work the Saturday. So I'd, well. I'd go straight to work um, and then play Saturday night. Oh, dude. And then you get home at five in the morning, you know, because playing between Frankston and Geelong, because that's where the big gigs are. Seriously, the rural yeah, areas. Yeah. Yeah. And the money's good and it's packed. That's it. That's, and that was, I was doing that, as I said, for a long time. And you would, my kids really grew up quick, you know, and you just sort of have to sort of take a step back and go, well, is this, do I really have to, am I going to really do this? Yeah. You know, even though I loved it, I did, but I, it was burning me out. And when sort of drive, it was, it was sort of like a blessing in disguise when drive actually finished. Yes. Um, I've went, well, I'm going to just take a hiatus and do it myself, which was great. And I, and I, as I, I have done bits and pieces here and there, yeah, but yeah. it's just been not as stressful. Bits and pieces, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Not as stressful. I, yeah. Know, and I've had my week, had my weekends back. And look, as I said, look, I'm 43. It's it's not that old, but still, it's yeah. If I, just how old are your kids f- now? Oh well, my oldest is uh, 14. Ah. Yeah, Lana's 14. Yeah, so 14. Yeah, and my youngest is eight. So, Eight, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And the middle one, 12, I better include her. She'll kill me if and I didn't. 12 as well. <laughs> 14, 12, and 8. Yeah. All girls, yeah. All girls. Yeah, so you've got to, you know, be the dad. 
So that's the uh, the reality of it all. And that is the balance, isn't it? That you is, have to find yeah. that balance between a creative pursuit and you know being a dad and wearing all those different hats. Oh, that's huge. You it know, is, yeah. um, but that's why I teach at home as well because I'm yeah. at home. Yeah, and that's the great thing. You know, teaching piano and guitar. So that's right. That's really good. You teach piano as yeah, well. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Um, AMEB did all my thing. I what? Went, I, after pass outs, I went bananas. You can play piano. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. And you teach piano as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. So went up to about grade, well, grade four of AMEB. That's insane. Yeah, I really, I, I was actually learning piano while I was teaching at Billy Hyde's. I was, I was actually getting taught there. And I really took a big jump at piano. So really, wow. yeah, well, I always sort of, you know, always, everyone sort of dabbles. Sure, And sure. we all do. Well, I thought, no, I don't want to actually dabble anymore. Yeah. I want to take this to another level. Yeah. So, and just add another yeah, string so, to your bow. And that's what I did. So. That's what you did. Yeah. And so you teach piano as well now. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. Incredible, man. Yeah, there's nothing. If you want to do it, do it. You know, like it's not, you don't always have to be just straight on guitar, so... Well, great, that's true. The yeah. transition between guitar and piano is amazing too. Yeah, because obviously we're all treble clef boys. Yeah, and then when you get to the you know the piano, you go, "Holy shit!" There's a whole other world down the bottom here. <laughs> <laughs> My this hand has to do this and that. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. And it, yeah, it's and I was, it was I learned classical. Yeah, learning classical on on piano, and yep. that was just that genre itself. Yeah, that's a big thing, you know. Far just because out. obviously rock. Rock trained, you know, rock and like learning, um, learning jazz stuff, learning even fusion stuff on guitar. Yeah, best and and then sort of you know a bit of like diversity there, and then you go to classical and you go, wow, this is just, it's just a totally different world. So, did you find when you started playing and learning the piano that it actually enhanced your guitar playing? Oh, it definitely enhanced my musical. Um, uh, basically understanding Yeah Because a lot of the time Obviously playing guitar You do it by ear I did do Certain things You know But Any guitarist who says They they read And all that kind of stuff You know 99.9% are lying Yeah But don't Don't you know Hold me to that Yeah 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 um, And But when you're playing piano Especially classical p- piano It's a total You've got to be disciplined And it's a, just a totally different thing And you yeah. need to know How to read That's it And Luckily, I grew up in a household with my dad, who's a uh, music teacher. He was a uh, tenor. I, I think I told you that. My dad, yeah, well, probably. No, I, no, I actually yeah. didn't get to. I usually do ask that question. Yeah. Was there any musicians in your family? Yeah, so. well, my dad, my dad's actually a, an, opera, an opera singer. Was an opera Is singer. That right? yeah, 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 dad, my dad was a tenor. He should, amazing voice. Wow. Not, not, not a pussy tenor. <laughs> I'll say that, dad. Not a pussy tenor. A real tenor. A real like tenor, a real, yeah. like Mario Lanza. Just Giuseppe De Stefano, the real shit. Yeah, I'm not right. going to talk about you know Luciano Pavarotti because that's just a you know that's a cliche. Animal. Yeah, that's no, yeah. a cliche because that's the only tenor people know. Sure, you know my dad was actually one of the was actually really good and still is. Yeah, yeah. Um, did he do like gigs? and he stuff? He did a lot of stuff. You could probably have him on. <laughs> I probably could, mate. Yeah, <laughs> could. yeah. Um, and yeah, but I learnt music basically through my dad. My other my other siblings never learnt music. Huh. Um, just me. And so, and, and so none of your other no. brothers... Was it all brothers, did you say? No, and a sister. And a sister. Yeah. None of them are musically minded at all. Oh, look, my sister and... I'd, I'd say my sister and my one of my brothers, Matt, he's... They would be musically minded because they, they... Paul, probably not. I, yeah. don't, don't shoot me, Paul, but I, I've never really seen you... <laughs> Play anything. <laughs> get, get anything to the music, even though you probably do. Yeah. Um, my brother, Matt, 
is a massive metalhead, but he loves everything. But he, yeah, but yeah. he, you can, he's definitely got something there. Um, and my sister has, has too, but they they never played instruments, right? Um, and yeah, it's but my and your dad. Mom? Oh no, my mum's an artist. Oh, yeah, a painter. painter. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Sorry, so you, you did this with your hand. Yeah, I know. It's I could have said artist. <laughs> artist could be, you know, it's, yeah, you're, you're right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Could be anything, couldn't it? Far out. But, um, yeah, so a painter. And, yeah, my and basically... They I were my certainly did... encouraging of your creative pursuits as a child. So. No. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. I know. I know. Yeah, I, well, these are the home truths. Yeah, you know, right. Uh, oh, they, well, they were like, dude, you got to find a trade. hated the guitar. Really? I'm talking. Hated it. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. I... I grew up in a I grew up in a in a house where I wanted to play an instrument of, of my life, and my because my dad being opera classically trained, oh these these God. these you know <laughs> these genres were you know colliding you know yeah. they, were, they were clashing and yeah it was only on my wedding when I played at my wedding my dad actually patted me on the back and said that was amazing. Oh, that was the first kind of That was real... the first time my dad actually said, oh, yes, you know, that was the first time. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. That's that's a very unique story because yeah. most of the time it's, no, there's no musos, but they were encouraging that's or right. whatever. No, but no encouragement. That's the opposite. Yeah, no, that was the opposite, yeah. Especially because he was a muso. So you'd think yes. like any kind of music he'd be happy with, but yeah, no, he right. was like, because it was an opera... Or was like was he expecting you to get into that kind of gear in the eighties? <laughs> oh, look, I know, I know, but he never looks to 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 um to his credit because mm. we used to blast. This was before I left. We used to blast like Slayer, yeah, Metallica, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff through the house. So I can understand where he's coming from, and I'm learning the learning the instrument that pretty much that designed this music. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I've got a, and I think I've had a fucking metalworker pedal back then, or whatever it was, through a laney. Yeah. Bloody linebacker when my first thing with a guitar. Sure, with, sure. With my washburn and it was just heavy, heavy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it, you know, but yeah. Of course, man. But look, that was they never not they never said never don't play. No, they you could just tell yeah, like they, they weren't just, really into they, it. It was just I could never you know it was always had to be behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. You know, and keep it down, you know, even though I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't play metal softly. Oh, no, you man. can't. No, no, that's right. It doesn't work like that. That's right. Oh, that's insane, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's always a bit of fun. Oh, mate. Well, it's been so great catching up with yeah, you. Yeah, you too, Dave, mate. Oh, um, this is awesome. It's yeah. been really cool, kind of hearing the stories of of how you came to be a, a, a guitarist and now I know a piano player as well. Yeah, yeah. You've certainly played with a lot of bands and done a lot of gigs over the yeah, years. Yeah, there's been a bit going on. And um, I'm sure more to come. Um, is there any music online that you would like us to share? Because at the v- very beginning of the podcast, what I do is I'll play a little portion of music so that the people who have been listening can kind of get some context of who they've been listening to. So is there maybe like a... Uh, a, a flat stick song that you're particularly proud of that you'd like me to play, or um, anything like that. Look, if or maybe something else that you've been look, working s- on. Seriously, Dave, um, mate, if you want, put, put um, one of the flat stick songs on. I've yep. got no problem. Or you can actually play one of the pass outs. I've got no problem with that, mate. If yeah, you have, cool. Yeah, not a problem. 
Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah, not a problem, mate. Because I don't think we have any recorded stuff of the pass outs other than live stuff. And well, that it, would be no, hard it, for it, me to find. It from, you got nothing from Music Land. You don't think you have a. Th- oh, it doesn't matter. That's I could cool. try and find yeah. it. Yeah. Because that, w- that would be ideal. If I can find yeah, that, I'll right. throw that up tonight. But if not, mm. um, we'll have heard some of your shredding in the band Flatstick. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't, it's actually wouldn't be my shredding. Be, so what would you be playing? It, was, it would actually be John and John and Gary shredding because I never actually did recordings. It was just rehearsals. Oh, bummer. I oh, know. How's that? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, and then- a lot of my recording stuff, I'll tell you, it's there's, there's lost in along the, along the way. And the stuff that I'd show you now. You yeah. Know, yeah. But anyway... Um, I, We'll definitely yeah. get something. Find something. We'll yeah. find something. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have a chat after the podcast and we'll sort it out. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, with your teaching, is there like any um, uh, anywhere that uh, students from your area can, can go to kind of follow your your like teaching and musical journey? Like, do you have like a, any social media profiles or anything like that? Well, no, no. To promote that or not really? Uh, if you want to promote it now, you can. <laughs> yeah, well, what's, so what's the music school? Is it Oh, it's basically, it's, it's Quirk, Quirk Oars Music. Quirk Oars Music? Yeah, so Q-U-I-R-K-O-R-E yeah. Music. And basically, can I say, putting the phone numbers on Throw here? Throw the phone number phone up, Phone number man. is 0402 071 Cool, just give you a buzz. Yeah. And if you want lessons down in Tullamarine, isn't it? That's correct, yeah. You're down in Tullamarine. Yeah. Quirko is the man if you want either piano or guitar lessons. Piano or guitar lessons. Nice one, dude. Yeah. Well, again, great catching up with you. And um, we'll have heard something of your guitar playing before this. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you another time. Beautiful. Thanks, Dave. See you, brother. Cheers, Ciao. Mate. Be good. There you go, Sizzlers. Another episode of Art of Touring chalked up on the board. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, why don't you give the podcast a share? Go on, do it. Do it. Use that hashtag too, hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram and give us a follow at Art of Touring. If you'd like to get in contact with me, please do. Just email me directly, Podcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show. Do it. Now, I'm saying a do it a lot this this week. I don't know why. Do it, Coke, no ice. Do it. Do it. Uh, you can listen to Art of Touring on Wooshka, and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give the podcast a rating within the podcast app on your phone, your smartphone. I got a new phone this week. Maybe I'll see if I can review it again. I've, I haven't reviewed it. Come on. I, I didn't do that. I'm not that pathetic. But maybe I did. So if you haven't already, don't make me so pathetic sounding and give it a review, why don't you? It'll be great. That's all from me this week. Before I go, I have a few shout outs. Shout out to Chris Wall, as always, who designed the amazing artwork for this show. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Ben Quirkhawk, the Destructor Quirk. If you live in Tulla, Tullamarine or the Tullamarine area and you want to give guitar a go or piano a go, then hit him up. He gave you his phone number 
on the podcast, the first for the podcast. So just give him a buzz. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Sith Dog. Ow, ow, ow! Remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Ed's Non-Fat Yogurt, where there is no fat but a heap of sugar. And these are brand new too as well, these little arm things here. so cool. Because b- before this, I had the guests having to... Holding them on. Holding the mic. Yeah, this so is yeah, very yeah, professional. This is, this is luxury for you, man. <laughs>